listening to Speaking with One Voice with Rodney Payne. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics you'd like discussed on the show, or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. You can also search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Now, here's your host, Rodney Payne. Hello, and welcome to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach. Rodney Payne, I am so glad to be back with you again this week here on Speaking with One Voice, your weekly podcast designed to help you grow, you personally or your leadership team. We focus on you, the entrepreneur, the one who is looking to take their leadership to the next level. That's right. Listen, thank you so much for listening to us, liking and subscribing. Make sure that you are checking us out on all of our social media platforms at Rodney R. Payne. That's at Rodney R. Payne. Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. Uh, we've got a YouTube channel there. We've got TikTok. Make sure you get on all those sites. Turn on your notifications so that you can know uh, what we're doing next for you and adding value to you or your team on a regular basis. Additionally, I would like to invite you to join me for Live to Lead Oklahoma City. That's right. Live to Lead Oklahoma City happening October 6th right here in Oklahoma City at Metro Tech. We'll begin at 7.30 a.m. on that Friday. We'll end at 3 p.m. We've got a list of speakers. It's going to be a great, great time uh, of edification and building up for your team so you want to be in the room. I'll also have virtual options available. So just go to our website. Check us out, RodneyRPain.com. You can find out information there about Live to Lead, and we look forward to seeing you in the room. So let's get to it today. I am excited to bring you a topic today called Facing Fear. Facing Fear. When I think about leaders, entrepreneurs, the struggle, the fears that are always present, we face so many fears. I want to help us to deal with fear. How do you deal with that thing that that stops you in your tracks? How do you deal with that thing that seems overwhelming and insurmountable? How do you deal with things that you have previously failed at, but you've got to face them again? Uh, I, I want to talk about facing fear. See, fear, by definition, it means addressing uh, addressing things with that, that come at you, and they start with this distressing uh, emotion. It's usually brought about by something you anticipate, uh, danger, uh, something uh, painful, something that's going to cause you more distress. Um, and the threat doesn't have to be real. It can be real or it can be imagined. It's, it's a feeling or condition of being afraid. Uh, so what happens for entrepreneurs is many times fear is misidentified as the culprit. Why? Because fear can be real or fear can be imagined. Real fear would mean that you are indeed facing danger, uh, evil or pain of some sort, and you can't change it. You're going to have to go through it, and while you may not know how exactly it will impact you once you've gone through it, you know the end result is anticipated to be negative. So when we look at real fear, for example, uh, if you're fired from a job, you're afraid uh, because of what comes next. But right now, uh, you've got to pay bills. You don't know what's going to happen next, you, but you know you have unpaid bills. And at least for the moment, 
the consequence of being fired is definitely a negative. So that is a situation where you would really be afraid of, of where do you go from here? How do you get uh, move forward from here? That could be a real struggle for you. And I can understand how that works out for us. So our, our struggle becomes, how do we deal with that? How, how do you deal with that? Think about this. You're driving your car, for instance, uh, and you see someone in another vehicle. They're heading your way. And there's nothing you can do to stop them from crashing into you. There's, you can't avoid them. You can't move. And you know that there is going to be a crash. The crash is negative. You, you don't know the final outcome. So you're overtaken with this emotion of fear. You're, um, it's a distressing emotion. And, and the reason it shows up, because you have an impending danger that you cannot prevent. You know this is going to happen. That, that's real fear. And so real fear is something that, that real situations that we know the outcome, we know what's going to happen. Uh, no matter how far we, can, we know it goes, uh, we know that it's going to come out at some point as a negative consequence. But imagined fear, on the other hand, is a little bit different. Uh, it's when you don't even know for sure something is going to happen. And so if you don't know it's going to happen, how can you really know what the outcome will be? Uh, but the impact or outcome that you determine, while it's imaginary, it's not necessarily real, it, it still finds a way to cause you to be frozen with fear. So you find yourself not knowing the outcome, but because of what it could be, you find yourself stuck in this emotion of fear. For example, you have a big meeting coming up and you are fully prepared for the meeting. You are the most qualified entrepreneur. Your company is the best for the job, um, the, the best op, the best to, to deliver on this opportunity. But you as the entrepreneur, as the leader, you find yourself afraid that that your prospect won't like you or or, or they, they won't give you the contract. Or even if you get the contract, now you're concerned if you'll be able to even execute the job. The fears will freeze you but these fears aren't even real. They are all imaginary. You, you've not won the job. You've not lost the job. You've not underperformed the job. You've just made up this narrative in your head that it's not going to go well. That, my friends, is an imaginary fear. Imaginary fears can cause you to never try. When you write up a narrative in your head and you decide that it's going to go a certain way, you may forego what could have been a success simply because you were afraid. And, and I get it. The, these are natural feelings and emotions, but they give way too much credit to the unknown. You have to have a known component. So some of the best advice that I've ever received in the area of fear comes from one of my mentors, Mr. Chris Robinson. Uh, Chris says, if you are writing the story, meaning the outcome is unknown, he says, write the story in your favor. <laughs> That's right. I love that. If, if you are essentially making up the ending anyway, you don't know how this thing is going to play out. Why, why not decide to don't let fear guide your ending, but rather let favor guide your ending. In other words, write the story where in the end you win. Don't write it where what happens if I lose. Write it as what happens if I win. After all, you don't know the outcome. It's not there yet. So why would you write a, an outcome that causes you to experience negative emotions such as worry, anxiety, or 
fear. Uh, and, and all of these emotions have, they have a place where they can help the entrepreneur or the leader, but I'm talking about the stifling fear that we make up and there's no real reason for it. I want to take a few minutes and just give you uh, four keys to facing fear in entrepreneurship or in leadership. Four keys to facing fear in entrepreneurship or leadership. The, the first key is that when dealing with fear, you have to focus on the facts. When dealing with fear, you need to focus on the facts. And, and, and to help you better understand what I mean by focus on the facts, uh, the facts are the facts. The facts are real. So our focus should be on what exactly are we dealing with? What is real in this situation, not what's imaginary, what are the variables. At this point, when we are facing fear, we must identify and address the facts, focus on the facts, because fear is usually based on fiction. Fear is usually based on fiction. So what happens is we make up a story and we decide there's a reason for us to be afraid. Well, what I want you to understand is, is focusing on the facts, you're going to go by what is actually real. And once you find out and identify and write down uh, the, the facts, I want you to look at what I'm calling fact awareness. So when you're focusing on facts, you uh, remember this, facts are facts at a certain time, but they may not be factual always. So you have to uh, investigate the facts. Uh, they, they change. Your facts are not always going to be the same. There, there are things that are facts at one at one season or at one time frame, and they may not be facts. Uh, the way we used to do things, it was factual. That's how we used to do them, but now things have changed. So you may be afraid of old or out-of-date facts that have now changed. So through your investigation, you can find yourself knowing more about where you are. So I want you to focus, zero in on the facts, and, and you have to separate it because if you allow fiction to get scrambled into your facts, now you have confusion. And when you have confusion, that can lead to your imaginary fears because you really don't have clarity on what the problem is or what we're facing. So I want you to make sure that, that key number one is that you focus on the facts when facing fear. Remember, Fear is going to be this, this thing, this, this distressing emotion that's caused by an impending danger or pain or, or some negative consequence that hasn't necessarily happened, but we want to make sure that we don't allow those things to stop us as we are going on our leadership journey. Key number two is after you focus on the facts, now you have to engage discipline. When we think about discipline, uh, this word indicates that you have learned a series of, of, of habits, a series of processes that you deploy, and you're adhering to what you've been taught when you demonstrate discipline. So many of us have gone on diets. Who's gone on a diet? Raise your hand. You've gone on a diet. And so what happens in the diet is your coach, your nutritionist, they teach you a certain set of skills and they ask you to focus here and do this. So you learn the skills, but learning them and doing them, learning them and deploying them are two different things. So you have to engage discipline when you're facing fear as a leader or an entrepreneur. So what that means is discipline, when it takes the time to learn uh, the facts and learn the process, discipline is going to trust the process. Um, 
on this weight loss journey, for our example here, in the event that you're one who gets on the scale every day, you may see it move abruptly in the beginning when you're losing some water weight. But as you know, as you'll soon come to find out, the scale does not always tell the whole story every day. So you have to trust the process as opposed to your KPIs. Sometimes I got to do the right thing and not look at that scale. That scale is to measure, but it doesn't measure everything. It simply measures one thing. And there are many things that make up that one thing that it measures. So we have to learn to trust the process of discipline and do the right thing every day. Trust that by doing these behaviors, we can expect an anticipated outcome. So so discipline doesn't allow itself to be deceived by things like apathy or laziness. When you allow apathetic minds, an apathetic mindset where you're coming in and you're looking for a pity party and you're one who's disenfranchised or your business is too small or you can't compete because you don't have the budget of your competition, you quit before you start. You quit before you start. You cannot, discipline doesn't allow you to do that. Discipline says we're going to engage, we're going to stay focused, we're going to focus on our facts, and we're going to trust our process, and we're going to keep going. Even when uh, it it, it may seem that the playing field is not level, or it may seem that things are unfair, we're going to trust our process, and so we'll never let apathy, or the other one is laziness. We'll never let laziness get in the way. Sometimes we as leaders, we use everything around us and blame everything around us for our lack of success or uh, we give fear uh, inside track to us because we're lazy. Now, we would never say we were lazy. We wouldn't call it laziness. But when you are unwilling to put in the work to get the result, that means you lack discipline and you're not going to do the work. And those who don't do the work are lazy. I'm, I'm sorry to make it sound so blunt. I'm not talking about those who have uh, some, some things that, that prevent you from doing things, but the, you, there's no substitute for hard work. I've said this recently, and, and I just want to make you aware of this because I have finally, in all of my years of leadership and training and, and being devoted to this industry, I have found the cheat code for hard work. I, I have found it. I've worked through it, and, and, and it's through much uh, struggle and strife and pain and suffering uh, through many interviews and coaching and leading uh, through many successes and failures. I've found the cheat code to hard work and write this down. The cheat code to hard work. Don't don't miss this. Hang on. Write it down. The cheat code for hard work is, you guessed it, hard work. There's no way around it. So if you're going to be a leader who overcomes fear, you're going to have to not be afraid of hard work. And you're going to get in there and roll up your sleeves and get to work. So when you're engaging discipline, you got to trust the process uh, and don't get deceived by apathy or laziness. Those are excuses. And then ultimately, discipline differentiates success from failure. You will rarely find a successful person who is undisciplined. They, they, they may have a unique form of discipline, but it, they, they are all disciplined. They have decided there's a way. If, you're, if you know people who have made millions and millions by creating content, guess what they did? They kept creating content. Uh, they, they were diligent in finding out what the algorithms were and how to post and what to do, but they, there's a form of discipline. So when you look at the way people have done business, uh, doctors, for instance, they are disciplined in completing education. They go through high school. They go through, through uh, undergrad college. They go through uh, med school. They go through residency, and then they become a doctor. But at some point, they've had to demonstrate consistent 
discipline. So this is going to happen to make us better. Listen, focus on the facts, engage in discipline. And number key, key number three is to activate accountability. Activate accountability. Understand this. As an entrepreneur, as your own boss, as a leader, I don't care what level of leadership you reach, you must always activate accountability in your leadership journey. Accountability is always being answerable. When you establish your own guiding principles and you say, this is what will lead me, you have to demonstrate the discipline to do that and then hold yourself accountable or answerable to what you are doing. Now, remember, one of the things that's going to help us to overcome fears or or face our fears is, is we have to be answerable for that which we have determined is are the keys to our success. And accountability always eliminates excuses. It does not blame others. It does not blame team members. It does not blame the market. Leaders find a way to solve problems. That's what they do, according to Carly Fiorina, and I believe it. I I live by it. Uh, leaders, the buck stops with you. As, our, as many of our presidents, Ronald Reagan, Teddy Roosevelt, have had on their desk, the buck stops here. You have to activate accountability and remove excuses from your process. You as a leader, I know you're the boss, but hey, listen, you have to have someone to answer to. That's why I always recommend that uh, the most successful people have mentors, they have coaches, they have people in their life that can tell them no. So I encourage you to get a leadership, a personal growth development coach for you that's going to help you to get through and navigate things and also hold you accountable and keep you answerable for your actions and help you get from where you are to where you want to be. Accountability is critical. And understand, accountability, it makes room for growth and it leads to success. Uh, When you hold yourself accountable, then you have accurate data whereby you can uh, discern, determine if, in fact, you're on the right track. If you're not doing the work, you can't know if the work is working or if it's not working. If you say, I'm going to post on social media three times a week and I'm going to use this kind of uh, process, this kind of content, if you only post once a week, you can't say if it works for three times a week because you never did what you said you would do. You have to hold yourself accountable. As a leader, as an entrepreneur, as a difference maker, you have to commit yourself to do the job and hold yourself accountable. Build in your breaks, build in your time off, build in your education, build in your strategy sessions. But at the end of the day, make sure you do what you said you were going to do. And finally, Number, key number one is we focus on the facts. If we're going to face fear, uh, we got to focus on the facts. We have to, key number two is engage discipline. Key number three is we have to activate accountability. And key number four is we have to rely on preparation. That's right. Rely on preparation. See, what, what happens with preparation is, is preparation is the key to mitigating fear. If you are unprepared or underprepared for a situation, you lose control of the outcome. You lose your influence on how it might turn out. Now, there are some things that you won't be able to control, but your preparation is one thing you can control. The better prepared you are, the less likely you are to fear things. Why is that? Because uh, when we prepare ourselves, we, 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 we anticipate things. Now we're not concerned when they come up, when they come up, but rather we have a way to overcome the objection. We have a solution to the problem. This, this is, this requires preparation. It requires time, but if you don't invest the time, you can't expect the result. So we prepare for the known as well as anticipate 
the unknown. That's right. Yes, we prepare for the known, ladies and gentlemen. To my leaders, listen to me. If you know where you're going, prepare for that. And then you anticipate things that you don't know. That's where research comes in. That's where uh, calling other people. That's where um, taking your time to know your client, know your prospect. That's where taking the time to do the job correctly will give you what you need to find success. So you have to prepare for the known and the unknown. Why? Because prepared entrepreneurs are less likely to be deceived by fear. Fear comes up when you don't know what's going on. Fear comes up when you are ignorant to your obstacles, but when you know you can do better in that situation. One acronym I've heard through the years for fear would be false evidence appearing real. The key there is you can't know it's false unless you know the truth. If you've not prepared, you can't know the truth, my friends. So you have to know the truth in order to anticipate those things that would get you off track. I want to recap this one more time for you. We're talking about uh, facing fear. Uh, you're listening to Speaking With One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. Key number one, focus on the facts. Key number two, engage discipline. Key number three, activate accountability. Key number four is rely on preparation. Why? Because preparation mitigates fear. Preparing for the unknown, you can anticipate the unknown and prepare for what you already know in the known. But what I want you to do is F, focus, E, engage, A, activate, R, rely. What does that spell? Fear. You learn today how to neutralize fear. Listen, put this in your favorites and every time you're facing fear, I want you to go back and listen to this again. It's going to help you take some notes, get through this thing, go back and listen again and no longer allow fear of what you don't know to cause you to write an ending that is not in your favor when it's unknown. When you don't know what the ending is going to be, I want you to write the story where you are the superhero and not the villain, where you win and don't lose, where your company gets the deal and doesn't lose the deal, where your company executes the deal and gets referrals from the deal and, and not gets blackballed because you didn't do a good job. I want you to take your future into your own hands Face your fears and let's continue to grow as leaders. Listen, I'm so glad you joined us today on Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. Listen, I want you to do me a favor. Make sure that you are sharing this. I'd love to have your ratings uh, on our podcast and how we're doing. And also, turn on your notifications as you follow us on social media at Rodney R. Payne. I've got some great announcements coming up in a couple of weeks. Just hang in there. I've got, I can't wait to get it to you. But in the meantime, don't forget, mark your calendar now, October 6th, John Maxwell's Live to Lead is going to happen, a live simulcast here in Oklahoma City. We're also going to have some local speakers. I can't wait to introduce you to Mr. Josh Young. He'll be one of our speakers. And obviously, I'll be speaking, for you, speaking to you as well. We're going to have a great time. You can get your tickets today for $79 or VIP as 125. Go to RodneyRPayne.com and you can click the link there to get your Live to Lead tickets. We are so excited about this event. October 6th, 7.30 a.m. Uh, going until 3 p.m. And guess what? That low, low price includes your lunch. And we also have a virtual option as well. So uh, go to our website, check us out, follow us on social media, and we'll continue to add value to you and your team. Listen, you have been listening to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. Until next time. Let's keep growing together. You've been listening to Speaking with One Voice. Please remember to follow Rodney Payne on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rodney R. Payne. 
We'd love to hear from you and get your feedback, so please feel free to leave us comments. And if you would, rate and subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate that as well. Don't forget to set up for notifications so you can get the latest updates and social media posts and get new podcasts when they're released. As always, use the hashtag SpeakingWithOneVoice or simply SWOV on any of your social media posts. On behalf of Rodney Payne, thanks again for listening to Speaking With One Voice.